0: the Health Hub on Radio Maria Canada, exploring cutting-edge health and wellness information and therapies, helping you to take your health to the next level. I'm your host, Kathy Biasse, and I am a holistic nutritionist and a professional cancer coach. On today's show, we are talking about optimizing performance, and our guest is Dr. Mike Ben Thielen. Dr. Mike has his PhD in holistic nutrition. He is a biohacker, mentor, health and wellness expert, best selling author, international keynote and motivational speaker, and world record holder in swimming. He has been involved in optimal health practices, anti aging and regenerative medicine, sports performance, nutrition and supplementation for over three decades. As a top swimmer in his native Belgium, he gained interest in optimizing health and athletic performance. Dr. Mike is the medical director at Clarigen Health, an innovative medical company with a new pill providing all the benefits of Adderall without any of the harmful side effects. He is also a treating physician for Boston Neuropain and psych centers, helping tens of thousands of patients with chronic pain and mental health conditions. A lot of what we talk about today is focused around athletics, but it certainly does spread out into the area of health and into career and workspace. Optimizing performance is something that uh, has a pervasive concept in all of these areas um, if we want to get to the next level. So learning how to optimize our performance in these levels is very valuable. And there are some very real similarities between any area of your life that you want to optimize your performance. We talk about what the keys are to optimizing performance, how does finding our purpose help to optimize our performance, and what are some of the ways we can access the dopamine in our brain to improve our concentration, drive, and motivation A very, very interesting topic today. We hope you can stay tuned with us. We will be back in just a few minutes to talk with Dr. Mike. You are listening to Radio Maria Canada. We now continue with the program, The Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi. Welcome back everybody. Today's show has been recorded, so no opportunity for calling in. Please do follow us on our social sites. That's where you will find information about Dr. Mike today, um and any of the other guests we've had and that's, you know, pretty pretty much your best vehicle to contact us. We are at the Health Hub RMC on uh Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. So we would love for you to uh to Join the group of us that uh, that are following the Health Hub and really taking away some key points from our wonderful guest, Dr. Mike. Welcome to the show.
1: Uh, thank you for having me, Kathy.
0: It's a pleasure. And this is a topic that we haven't spent a lot of time on, on the health hub, Um, athleticism, developing, uh, you know, the key mindset for for athletes. And, you know, I think it's just so apropos. Give us give us a bit of a background as to why you have become so center stage in this area of health.
1: Uh, well, uh, I can keep a long story uh, shorter, but uh, I grew up in Belgium. People probably can hear my accent. <laughs> um, me and my brother and my mother provided for both of us, so she worked really hard. But uh, I think I came pretty competitive at a young age. When I was in, ele- in elementary school, I was the fastest runner in the class. I was on the soccer team, basketball team. But it was one thing I couldn't uh, win, which was swimming, because one of my friends was part of the local swim team. So according to my mother, because I don't really recall, she said my solution uh, to overcome that was join the swim team myself. <laughs> and I like so, that. So I was very competitive. Um, I ultimately uh, swam a world record uh, in, in swimming there, but, um, you know, uh, so very competitive. And then uh, when I graduated at the University of Brussels, uh, I decided to save $400, pack my backpack and come live the American dream. Needless to say, when I came here without a mentor or a coach, I obviously got knocked down many times. uh, But my motto quickly became, I never lose, I win, or I learn. And so it took me a long time uh, really to get where I am. And today I'm a mentor and a coach because I want to show people the pitfalls and, uh, you know, make them accountable and uh, make sure they can reach their goals and dreams, whether that's in uh, being a top performer in sports or being the best entrepreneur you can be or the best mom you can be. It doesn't really matter uh, because my latest book is about getting into the zone on demand, because most of us assume that being in the zone or getting into the zone is just for athletes or maybe even musicians. Uh, but no, everybody can really. Uh, Put a power routine in place where we can turn that, you know, um, turn that being in the zone on and off. But today it's even more complicated and difficult because of the social media and us being distracted by so many uh, digital messages each and every day. Um, So, yeah, that's that's my long journey in a short. Um, So that's where we are. Yeah. What is
0: the? This is a very broad space that you are involved with, a broad clientele. Do you take clients on or are you um, – do you take individual clients on or is your practice yes, sort of evolved? Uh, yes, do.
1: I do individual clients. Uh, I got several mentorship programs, and I also have a corporate impact program is what I call it. So I also work with corporations uh, to improve the engagement of the employees, shape the culture – increase focus productivity and those types of things, uh, with their teams.
0: What is the common, can you pull a common thread, uh, you know, amongst all of these seemingly different groups of people that you work with?
1: Yeah. You know, we're all individuals still, and we're obviously impacted by our, our environment and the, um, the exponential increase in uh, our society, which now is really technology driven, right? And so I guess I really became consciously aware of this uh, during the pandemic because a colleague friend of mine asked me to help out with pre-screening people for medical marijuana. And I said, sure, I had some time because we closed our stem cell clinic. I was the CEO of a stem cell clinic. I had a little bit of extra time to figure out what I needed to do. So I said, sure, let me do that. So I talked to a few hundred people per week, and um, of course there are drugs and ser- uh, not uh, there are drugs and, and supplements and therapies out there for people with anxiety, depression, PTSD, you know, uh, panic attacks, and those types of things. But when I talked to so many of them, I really found there was an underlying cause of those. And so most of these people, they didn't live with a purpose. They were going through the motions. They were getting up in the morning, having to go through their job. Uh, being bombarded with extra work by their boss, then having to rush home to try to, for example, bring the kids to soccer, deal with their significant other. And so they never got caught up and in, uh, including financially. So I only can imagine when there's uncertainty what tomorrow brings, next week brings, next month brings, or even next year brings, obviously you're going to be worrying and fearful, which then translates in anxiety, depression, stress, and those types of things. So I really uh, decided to then uh, write my latest book uh, because my other books were always health-related. And this this in this book, I expand myself to we really need to find our confirmed purpose. We need to have passion. Once we know our purpose, we really need to starting to t- regain control of our life because in most of us, life is controlling us and we're not getting ahead of it. So it's about scripting our life, being in control of our agenda, making a plan, having those incremental steps that we take towards our dreams each and every day, having a strategy, having a team around us that supports us, knowing that we need people around us to achieve our highest potential, including people that are strong where we are weak. And so that's that's where I help people today is really, um, you know, uh, making strides uh, towards their goals and dreams, because most of us have given up on those, right? So I'm trying to reignite that fire, reignite that passion, come up with a planned strategy, put them in contact with the right people, and then just take those small incremental steps on a daily basis so we can find that fulfillment. Because I think most people, um, when they really dream big, they get overwhelmed, they get scary, and so we need to break those, uh, those dreams down in steps that we can attain each and every day. And so as a coach mentor, I keep them accountable and make sure that we reach those goals and dreams.
0: Okay, so as a coach of a very high level athlete, um, that athlete has purpose so that is one thing that you are not fighting with when it comes to working with athletes am i correct in that or is it yes. do you re- that redefine- part of.
1: no that's correct in that part of their life they do have yep. a purpose right they want to win at olympic games they want to they want to set a world record whatever it is and usually they know exactly when we need to do that olympic games world championships we have a date we have a time we have a location so for the average person, that's not in place. For a top athlete, that's usually in place. And obviously, we got to identify the best team to reach those goals, right? Of course, we need to have a trainer. Uh, we need to have uh, a trainer in the gym because there's it's sport-specific, right? So let's say, you know, I was a swimmer, so of course, I need a great swim coach that knows what he's doing and has the experience working with top athletes. But then I need a trainer in the gym that knows exactly what to do for a swimmer in the gym then i probably need a nutritionist i need a mental coach i need support around me which usually is your family or good friends uh training partners that push you beyond the limits so you probably need another top athlete next to you um and so we got to make sure that the team is complete and then uh the way i can help them is what we call today biohacking right uh which is upgrading your body your mind and your life In the uh, sense of the athlete, it's really doing whatever we can to upgrade that body. And biohacking, in my definition, means uh, objectively reversing your biological age. And today, we really have the strategies and the modalities and the technologies available for the average person to actually objectively reverse our biological age and become superhuman. Uh, And so when you look at athletes, usually they don't tap into these technologies or these tips or these natural compounds that are not on any doping list to really have a much more efficient body uh, better oxygen into the tissues uh, better vo2 max uh, better strength uh, faster recovery faster removal of lactic acid from the tissues and so Even top athletes today are not looking really into those things that can really be a great advantage. And that's where I come in, is uh, introduce those biohacking methodologies into their regimen and creating uh, power routines that will really help them, not just with the body, but also with the mind. Um, Again, most people, most coaches would tell you that the mind plays 50 to 90% a role in um, you know in somebody's speak performance but it's 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 more than that it's close to 100% because that's usually the difference between winning and losing mm-hmm. um if you look for example at uh, i'll just take something locally, here the nba you know there's hundreds of nba players so obviously they all have talent they all have skills they all are strong they are athletic but what makes the difference between the average NBA player and Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan. Right? What makes the difference between being an NBA player and an MVP? And usually it's not that they're stronger or that they have more skills. They're more determined. They're focused. They're in the zone every single game. They've figured out uh, how to uh, play their best each and every time. The other NBA players, is what people say, oh, he or she had a good game or, oh, he or she had a day off or a bad game. And so what does that mean? It means they were distracted. They were not in the zone. Distracted by what? Well, maybe maybe they had an argument with their significant other. Maybe something happened with the kids. Maybe there was a financial problem this week. Who knows? But they were not in the zone. And when you're not in the zone, you're just a fraction of a second too late or you anticipate a little bit later than your opponent or the ball slips through your hands if you're a wide receiver or you miss a putt if you're a golfer. And when you're into the zone, you only have the end in mind, the win, you know? And when you're not into the zone, you are distracted by your misses. For example, if you miss a putt at hole seven, usually that carries over the next few holes. If a wide receiver, if the ball slips through their hands, it usually carries over a few more plays. But when you're in the zone, it does never carry over because you only have the end in mind. So, so what I help athletes with is upgrading their body, but also upgrading their mind and teaching them on how they can be in the zone on demand, almost like a switch they can turn on and off. Like you see a Michael Jordan and a Kobe Bryant do each and every time.
0: Is that a switch though? Or is that just like athletic ability, something that some of these top athletes are born with?
1: No, no, it's it's they kind of stumbled upon themselves and then they unconsciously kind of fine-tuned what I call a power routine. So I do with other athletes that uh, they don't know how to get there. We teach them how to get into the zone. And then what – and sometimes it's a little bit of trial and error because certain things work for – certain people and not for others uh, including athletes so the ultimate goal here kathy uh, is to create a power routine which is a routine they can count on to be in the zone each and every time it's something you can count on as an athlete as a musician as an entrepreneur it's a power routine it's something that works for you each and every time so being in the zone on demand then becomes a power routine specifically to that person and athlete. and they know that when they execute that to a routine they will be in the zone they will be winning they will be at their best and other people will kill their presentation in front of a thousand people they will crush their sales goal they will write their best book ever they will write their best piece of music ever so whatever it is that you're doing um i can help develop that power routine with you that brings you in the zone on demand so you can perform at your highest potential
0: Without giving away all the secrets of your new book, are there basic principles you can share with us us for athletes and non-athletes to get into this performance zone?
1: Uh, Yeah, uh, of course. And again, the book has been available for several months. And uh, actually right now, if you subscribe to my email for free, you can get a free PDF also. So there's no really secrets in the book, but uh, for your listeners, yes, I mean, it's, it's, it's basically uh, a little journey that we take because, again, I need to make sure we uh, we agree on, the, on your purpose. And for many people, athletes, of course, like we established, they know their purpose already. But other people, we really need to define what their purpose in life is. And many times they're not living their purpose. So we do exercises and we have some conversations about that uh so we agree what the purpose is then we need to again we need to get a plan and a strategy and we got to identify the people that we need but when it comes to that last last part and that's probably what you're asking is you know what are the things to upgrade our body to upgrade our mind um uh, and things like that well you know uh most of us when we talk about in the zone, we're the opposite. The average attention span today is six seconds. So most of our listeners today, Catherine, already lost, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the average attention span is six six seconds. So we gotta identify this problem, and I think it's it's again because we are bombarded uh, individually with about 14,000 digital messages per day. And our simple brain cannot organize that chaos. So we need to put systems in place. We need to put, again, power routines in place so we can manage our life. And that's one of the first things is most of us today are in a dopamine overload. And I'm sure you heard about that Um We basically have five intelligence hormones. It's dopamine, epinephrine, norepinephrine, acetylcholine, and serotonin. And if those five hormones are in balance and at optimal levels, that's when we physiologically actually are in the zone, right? Um, The problem is is that most of us today are in a dopamine overload. Uh, Dopamine is your reward hormone. Um, It feels good when our brain squirts a little bit of dopamine. It's like getting a pet on the back. And so people kind of are seeking those little squirts of dopamine. Um, We seek them through sugar and bad food and energy drinks and coffee uh, because it makes us feel good. It's uh, It's a squirt of dopamine. But today it's also social media. And that's why most of us unconsciously spend more time on social media than we should. It's a little bit of an addiction. And it's actually a dopamine addiction because if somebody comments on our post our hearts, our Instagram, it feels good. And therefore we seek more of it. And so today, most people are in that overload, which means is there's too much dopamine compared to the other intelligence hormones, which results in what? It results in brain fog, uh, inability to focus, lack of attention, uh, procrastination, fidgeting, again, not getting the job done. And so it's kind of a vicious cycle. So the first thing I do with people is Make them aware and educate them about the dopamine overload. And then when they understand why they can't focus, why they're fidgeting, why they're procrastinating, why they can't, you know, stay on topic or uh, finish a project they're working on, um, we need to upgrade their diet, watch out for those energy drinks and sugary snacks and uh, start to get in control of our social media versus social media controlling us. Uh, One of the many simple things that I do a lot is obviously we need to, again, go back to basics, which is where is your workplace? I'm just sitting on the kitchen table or in the couch in front of the TV doing my work. Well, that doesn't usually work right. We get distracted. So let's assign a workplace where you do your work at the office and or at home And when you go to work, let's let other people know if they're around, not to disturb you. And let's put that phone on airplane mode because the phone should have only one reason. It's for you to use when you need some information or you need some information from somebody else. But we're not going to allow that phone uh, interrupt us when we're working. So we're going to put it on airplane mode. Uh, We can utilize certain techniques. Uh, There's many of them, but the most known one is probably the Pomodoro technique, which works for many people, but not for everybody. It basically means that we're going to go sit in the designated area um, and work on our project or do whatever work it is we need to do. And we're going to set a timer for 20, 25 minutes. When the timer goes off, we leave our workspace for five minutes. And then we come back and do another 20, 25 minutes and we repeat that cycle four or five times. It's something that works very well for people because during those 20, 25 minutes, they are 100% focused in the zone. Door is closed, no distractions, no phone, no apps going off and those types of things. So many times it's really getting first, uh, getting organized, getting our agenda, our calendar organized, implementing strategies to not be distracted and to really get some work done um so that's many times the first thing because if we can't focus we certainly can't get into the zone right being in the zone means no distractions being in a space being in a flow state where we are 100% immersed into what we are doing and the people around us may be there but we don't even recognize that they're there because we're so focused so intensely concentrated that we anticipate faster, that we can get much more work work done in less time than anybody else who isn't focused. And so I think that's kind of one of the first steps that I do with people and athletes alike is, you know, being um, cognizant of the distractions around you and being, um, you know, cognizant of the effect social media has on our focus and on our productivity and those types of things. So that's kind of the first things that I make sure – Uh, are in place before we really can get into a great power routine that gets us in the zone on demand.
0: I guess everything flows from that space, right? Correct. Correct. Excellent. We're going to take a quick break, everybody. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. You are listening to The Health Hub here on Radio Maria Canada. A Catholic voice wherever you are. To contact us and be a part of the show, email thh at radiomaria.ca. we now continue with the program here once again is your host Kathy Biasi. welcome back to our show dr Mike I want to continue along this same space of talking um, as with so many guests you just so many questions and, and avenues of conversation pop into my head but What I want to ask you is, and I've done some reading on this, um, are you fighting an uphill battle, trying to pull people, pull brains back from these quick decisions, quick fixes, quick, everything is about uh, getting things done now, instant gratification. Is this the way of the world, our further, you know, our, our next generation, they may not physiologically have that attention span. Are you fighting against this, or do you have to adapt, or do you believe that we need to go back to that space where we can sit and be quiet?
1: Yeah, no, uh, I wouldn't say it's a fight, right? There has to be the willingness. Uh, there's still people that want to produce something, people that have dreams, but even people that that have been absorbed by you know, the way society wants us to live, the way parents wants us to live, or what they want us to do in life. You know, so when I talk to them about purpose, it's really about, you know, recognizing that we come into this world and take our first breath from that moment on, we are steered in a certain direction by society, right? We got to go to school, then we got to go to college, then we have to work for, for somebody till we're 65. And then there's Supposedly, the golden years, which usually don't happen. Or uh, our parents and teachers push us in a certain direction. Like, let's say dad's a lawyer and they probably want you to go to law school, mom's a doctor, they probably want you to go to med school. But nobody's asking you what you want or what your dreams were when you were a kid or what ignites fire in your belly or what ignites passion in your life. And so, no matter where you are in life, I always tell people, let's stop for a second, let's stop the rat race. And let's see what what you are excited about. And I do have exercises that I do with the mental exercises that they can decide from themselves really what their passions are. And sometimes they're far away from what they're doing right, right now. Let's say... Let's say you know somebody did go to a med school because their their family is into healthcare and their mom was a doctor and maybe they're even a great doctor, maybe even a great surgeon, and they're great at what they do. But it may not be their passion, it may not be their goal in life, it may not be their superpower. And so I still do these ex- these exercises with everybody because once. Once you really are living your dream, once you are working and and you get up in the morning and you're not thinking to yourself, I have to get up. I have to go to work. I have to do this. I have to do this. But you get up in the morning and you think, oh my God, I can't wait. I get to get up. I get to do this. I get to do that because you're passionate about what you're doing because there's fulfillment every day and you're knowing what your dreams are and you're taking a little step closer each and every day. Then your whole outlook on life changes. Remember, I told you about I was talking to all these people on the phone. Uh, pre-qualifying them for medical marijuana, and there were so many people with anxiety, depression, PTSD, and you name it. And again, it's it's they don't have a purpose in life. And I believe once we find purpose, many of those mental conditions and illnesses they go away because we take the cause away. When people have no purpose, and there's fear and uncertainty, what life's bringing, obviously we get those mental conditions. But once we re- once we define their purpose. And they're special. Then again, it's almost like an athlete. Nothing will stop them. Hurdles suddenly are no longer obstacles. They become opportunities. They become steps closer to their goals and dreams. And their whole outlook uh, suddenly changes. And then it's much easier to work with them on what, on a plan, on a strategy, on a team. It's much. They're, they're much easier. Um, Excited about changing their diet, upgrading their diet, working on their mindset, eliminating false core beliefs, visualization, manifestation—all those types of things suddenly are received as something positive, as something that can accelerate them reaching their dreams. At something that contributes to their life, versus versus somebody that don't that doesn't have that purpose. It's yet another task for them to do. It's yet another change they don't like. So it always boils down to that purpose. And that's why I start with that purpose, because then from there on, everything else becomes easy. So when you say uh, the, the next generation, I think that if we can help them find purpose and show them also to get out of this comfort zone, see, because we are, in a sense, modern day lives of this, of slaves of this, you know. This scripted life, a life that's scripted for us, because it does have a lot of conveniences. And so that's what I call it sometimes modern day slaves. We don't feel like we're slaves, but we're working from other people where we are fulfilling other people's dreams if they're our bosses, etc. And so in return, we get some conveniences, right? Right um but we really need to get out of that comfort zone and that's what i work on with people too is really understanding what the comfort zone is and understanding that once we step out of there that's when we can discover ourselves our own identity that's when we can grow that's when we can go from ordinary to extraordinary that's when will you will identify your purpose within the comfort zone we we are limited in in really exploring ourselves discovering ourselves so it's really about finding purpose educating them how to get out of their comfort zone so they can live their own life script their own life and realize their goals and and their dreams no matter who you are you don't have to be an athlete to do that and and then everything gets excited excitement right everything gets excited and it's much easier to work with them but i think you're right if you if if we can't if we can't find that fire or find that passion or find their purpose then it's just going to be a fight and a struggle. You know, people need to be on board with your message. They need to Mm -hmm. understand that there's much more to life for them. And the world today needs all of our superpowers. So my purpose is to really help people unleash their own superpowers.
0: Well, you know, let's face it. When push comes to shove, a lot of people spend their day just trying to make ends meet and get through the other end of the day and provide so to take time for themselves to try and even imagine a purpose that you can get excited about doesn't seem a realistic thing, um, and it comes back in my mind to um, mental health. This is a very key key thing that you are working on and supporting brain health. I, I, I believe that we're you know our, our anatomically brain down. Um, and it starts there. I, I firmly believe that all health, all all success and all um lack of success, I shouldn't say all lack of success, but br- when you're when you're not in a clear space, when you're not in a positive mental space, this impacts all areas of life, just like when you're in a good space. Now, when you're taking care of the health of the brain, um you know, we have experiences, we have food. We also have a very newish sort of area of, of health in the supplementation space, the nootropics. Do right. you lean heavily on these?
1: I don't lean heavily on these. I just use them to facilitate certain stages or uh, or actually get that little extra edge. right? Um, of course, when I was talking to all these people, many of them were on drugs, Ritalin, Wellbutrin, Adderall, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and... Um, Of course, I've never been on these, but uh, a lot of people, it helps them. But there's so many adverse reactions, especially long term, you know, especially with Adderall uh, talking about increased heart rate, increased risk for heart disease, uh, seizures, psychosis. I mean, these are not little things. And so, you know, me being a PhD in holistic nutrition and and, uh, knowing a lot about supplements, You know, I always obviously lean to the natural alternative and uh, we call those no tropics, which are basically natural smart drugs. And so these are ingredients, are compounds that help with focus, that help with memory, that help with the brain, right? And so there's many out there and some of them are good and other ones ones are better. Uh, But the first thing I look at is obviously, are they 100% safe? And do they not cause any of the jittery effects and, and 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 immediate side effects such as fatigue and lethargy or excess energy or again just like caffeine and nicotine causing those jittery effects? So <clears throat> I came a few years ago. I came across a nootropic called Focus Plus, and Focus Plus has no side effects. has no jittery effects. And for some people, it really makes a difference. Uh, I know many of my own clients that got off drugs like Adderall and replaced it with Focus Plus. And for some people, to be honest, it really didn't make a change either. So it's something that each individually, individual just has to try. And your listeners actually could go to the following website, try trismartpill.com, to get a free sample and see if it works for you. But it has only four ingredients the main ing- the ingredient is called biocitroid which is a terpene from uh, a specific type of blood orange or citrus fruit if you will from the south each region of asia and biocitroid at 30 milligrams or higher is able to uh, basically pass or cross the blood brain barrier so it actually gets into the brain Uh, quickly in 30 40 minutes most supplements take several weeks to build up into your system for you to feel an effect or not feel an effect so it works pretty quickly this focus plus 30 40 minutes and then um, we added three other ingredients to it we added l-tyrosine which is an amino acid which helps with memory and focus we also added phenylalanine which is a neuro uh, agent which again helps with photographic memory focus um, and those types of things. Um, and then the last one is probably the most important one, in my opinion, is a phosphatidyl. Phosphatidyl is found in our entire body. It's a healthy fat, and it's also found in the brain. But what it does, it stimulates NGF, which is nerve growth factor. So it helps with neurotransmission. It helps with the formation of new brain cells. So you activate more brain cells and you form more brain cell brain cells with this ingredient. So what we have seen that the combination of these four ingredients uh, seems to be a synergistic confirmation, which balances those five intelligence hormones we talked about and also optimizes those. So it does people, it does help people to focus and kind of stay into the zone for I would say up to about six hours. Um, so it's one of those things that doesn't have any side effects that may help people get into the zone. So with some clients that I start working with on their strategies, on their workspace, on their dopamine overload, on putting off their phone and creating a, an environment where they can focus and produce, I may use this to facilitate um, getting them into the zone and focused and then slowly if possibly wean them off it or not use it every day. Uh, But even myself or other people, we can use it on important days when we have to deliver a presentation at work, when we have to, you know, do a competition in sports or when we have to have an important day ahead of us, then it could be that little extra that just gets you into that zone. Uh, But I wouldn't be the first one to to encourage dependency on uh, even these all natural substances but they they could make a big difference they could uh get people off drugs and uh, on something uh much more natural that doesn't have any of the side effects
0: so an add-on to all the other steps that we have been talking about really yes correctly i, I would venture to guess that a lot of people have never been able to, uh, maybe not our generation, but the generation coming up behind us, the ability to sit and focus, um, you know, even at school, they've got computers, they've got phones, they've got uh, so many different distractions. Um, It would be a very new feeling to be able to sit and to focus and and to see what is accomplished in, in those times. Now, I know when we talked off air that you talked about the impact that COVID had on the direction of of your career and the stress that you saw coming from that is that still um, paramount to what you're doing at, right now?
1: Uh, yes, I mean not the COVID itself. It's during COVID that I realized that um, you know that that there were so many mental uh, conditions going on. You know, it starts with worry and fear, anxiety, depression, PTSD, and ADHD. Obviously, no focus. And so uh, I helped many people with it. And then I really decided uh, book number eight here to not just talk about health uh, because I have many books, stem cells, uh, optimizing the immune system, fibromyalgia, you know, I got all these types of books, but I, I felt there that, that I needed to expand this um, because we always look for, you know, band-aids or supplements or something to fix a symptom but I believe talking to those hundreds of people that fixing worry and fear and anxiety and depression and stress is not done with a drug or a supplement or even a therapist. It's done with taking control or regaining control of your life uh, and living with purpose and, and scripting your own life because control creates clarity and clarity omits all stress.
0: hmm yeah, that's it's so true, so poignant. We see so much now um, in the mental health space coming out as a result of COVID, and and we have a we have an epidemic here of mental health issues. Yes. And I think when we want to talk about, it's easy to talk about finding purpose. It's easy to talk about this, that, or the other, but being able to focus, to me, is where it starts. Because if you can't focus, if you're not clear in your in your thought process, it can land you in trouble
1: yeah of course, and you can't be productive and 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 you know and if you feel if you feel you're not contributing to a family, a society, a community, we're still social beings we wanna have purpose, we wanna uh you know we wanna contribute somehow and if if you can't even manage yourself right because you're controlled by social media or like you said, you're overwhelmed, you can't focus, you can't get even your homework done, whatever it may be you know, you're going to feel, you're going to feel inferior. It, it also has to do with low self-esteem and low confidence. And, you know, it's a vicious cycle and just, we need to break that cycle. But I believe we don't have to break it with drugs or supplements. We have to break it with helping these people find their purpose and regaining control of their calendar, their agenda and their life and helping them as you said with focus and productivity
0: you know going through covid uh, you know a lot of us all we had was our screens and our social media and yep. that's how we touched with the world and if the message that we were receiving wasn't positive for us or wasn't striking us right you know it can land it can land in a bad space and that's where the seeds mm. of cultivating poor thought processes can can happen um it, it, this has been a wonderful conversation i think you know we started off talking with the athlete but It comes down to key concepts that you continually bring forward. If people wanted to find out more about you, maybe to connect with you, um, where your books are, where would they reach you?
1: Yeah, the best place is my website. It's called biohackingunlimited.com. My books are there. My mentorship programs are there. uh, My keynote speaking, if somebody needs a speaker, uh, resume is there. Uh, Again, you can subscribe to my free email once a week. Usually I send some valuable information out. If you sign up now or currently we have a promo, a promotion that you, you will get a free PDF of the new book. Um, So yeah, everything is on the website, uh, biohackingunlimited.com.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Mike, for being on the show with us. Real pleasure speaking with you.
1: You're welcome. And thank you too, because yes, we have a message, but it's people like yourself, Kathy, that take their time and efforts to uh, get that message to your listeners. And so this is a a team effort. So I appreciate your time also.
0: Thank you very much, everybody. We will talk to you next week on The Health Hub.